Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Playful Humans podcast. I'm your host, Mike Montague. You can find Playful Humans at PlayfulHumans.com. Isn't that convenient? There is a playfulness quiz you can take, find out what type of playful personality you have, and you can join our community of other playful humans, other adults rediscovering the power of play at PlayfulHumans.com. Check out the club. Our guest this week is a mindfulness, mental health, and well-being coach and founder of Cotty Wample Experiment. You can find that at Cotty Wample Experiment if you can spell it correctly. CottyWampleExperiment.com. Here we go. There we go. Good tunes by Pink Zebra there to get us started. And Christine, I don't even think I said your full name there in the intro. Christine Samuel is our guest this week. We like to start with the joke of the week, Christine. The joke of the week is brought to you by Roofing. I was going to write a joke about roofs, but I figured they'd be over everybody's head. Uh, So the joke of the week is how did the barber win the race? How did the barber win the race? He knew a shortcut. Uh, okay. Nicely done. Um, all right. So Christine, welcome to the show. Tell us about Cotty Womple first, because that's a fun word to say and even more fun thing to do. What is it? And, and how did we get here? All right. So I found Cotty Womple at the same time when I basically done my full-time job. So I, I was in corporation and have a um, corporate career as a user experience for two decades. And, you know, this COVID things make me realize what do I want to do next? Do I want to do the same thing or do I want to do something different? And I have so many ideas and I never dare to, you know, I, I do coaching and mindfulness and stuff like that, but I never really put myself in a big way. And then I stumbled upon this word called kodiwumpal. So kodiwumpal is an English slang, means to move purposefully towards an as yet unknown destination. (laughs) So I thought, this is perfect. This is life, right? You know, in life, we know kind of like, yeah, I want to get there. But like, we never know. If we really gonna get there or something different gonna happen, but we know how to do it one step at a time. It's not that difficult. So because of this word, I felt this is kind of a container for me to play, to be put myself out there, have a big dream, have a big vision. But hey, I can do it one step at a time, and I don't have to follow. You know, in um, in the corporate world, you have this framework, methodology, you find out what is the objective and you have this like already proven steps by steps. It works when you have the same kind of problem or the same kind of things that you want to solve. But in life, there's no formula. So I thought this is a great way of kind of putting myself out there and through this journey of going out of the box, what I was 
caring myself is the question of how can we tap into our inner genius, right? Like, oh. how can we tap into our genius? And and I thought Kodiwumpel is the way to do it because you don't have, when we attach with the expectation or the goal, then we become afraid of moving forward. We always felt like, is it the right thing? What else other people do? What is that proven you know, strategy? So I thought, this is the way to do it because inner genius doesn't mean we all, as genius as Einstein, it's more like it's our own way. So um, in a way, then I start creating this uh, experiment called Cody Wumple Experiment, where I just put it out there. This is what I want. This is the question, the curious curiosity question I have that I want to answer. I don't have the answer right away, but like when I'm walking, these are the answers or the questions. This is where I want to go. And this is a place of co-creation. So I'm being open. Like I meet you, not yeah. because I'm planning it. It's just like, oh, I want to. And then boom, it's happened. So how can I put more spontaneous, you know, like more joy into what I'm doing as a constraint, meaning that um, instead of making, oh, time is a constraint, money is constrained, like everything that is constraining us is a constraint. I want to put joy as a constraint. Can I do something with joy? Because that is a totally different um, mindset and belief, right? Um, yeah, so that's where it comes from. Um, so I set up a website. I do have another website for my coaching and mindfulness uh, uh, that I do. But like for this particular thing, I put kodiwumpelexperiment.com uh, where I I put conversation, I put uh, insights on what is it like to walk in the unknown with uh, joy and also uh, do what your what matters from the heart. Well, I love that so much because really it's what I'm trying to do here with with Playful Humans. Uh, I think it was definitely about authenticity and fun and getting back to to joy there as well. But I because it's about play and playfulness, I didn't want to put a whole bunch of those constraints and and rules on it. I found you can't force fun. You can't, you know, draw it all up in a box and this is how we're we're all going to have a, a great time with it. So I figured with this business, also because it's kind of a, a side hustle for me and just something that, that I'm experimenting with, is to kind of take that Cotty Wample uh, experiment approach to it. Let it be what it is. And I don't have to figure out what the business model is and how I'm going to monetize it and how I'm going to grow my audience and all that stuff. Like, I, I feel like it will find its way if it's meant to find its way. And I can start purposefully uh, without that destination, you know, written in, I, I can just start and then figure out those things as we go along and, and let the audience inform and let my, my tastes and my bandwidth inform where it goes and, and what it becomes. And so far it's been really great. I've gotten introduced to some amazing people and, uh, the guests have grown, uh, amazingly in the first, you know, three months here, just because fun, cool people know other fun, cool people, but also, because of the pandemic, a lot of those fun, cool people are out of work for their entertainment jobs, uh, too. And so I see that like growing organically, but some of the other 
things that I had thought were going to be important, like writing a book or other things just kind of hasn't bubbled to the surface as important for me yet. Like nobody's asking for me to write a book and I'm not really super jazzed about sitting down to write hundreds of pages. So it just, it hasn't made it yet. Right. So maybe that's an idea for the future and it becomes important or maybe it doesn't, but I, I like the idea of just figuring it out as we go along, because that's what we're all doing anyway. You know, some people kid themselves that they can plan their way to a result, but really you end up just, you know, changing the plan and adjusting anyway. Right. I totally agree. And I want to ask you, Mike, so you've been yeah. playing right for a while now. Yeah. Will you ever go back to a box again <laughs> or like hmm. putting things in a, in, in, in like in the plan, every single, like in control of it. What is, what is different now than before? Well, I, here's what I've learned so far is I think there is a time and a place for other things. So there are certain things of your life, like driving a car, for example, where you don't want to get too creative on the highway with how you're driving your car. It's best if everybody follows the same rules, right? And there is a, an outline and we're testing people on it and we're making sure everybody's compliant. We got police officers making sure that people are being compliant. That's a good thing for everybody. Right. But if you're you're doing that to accomplish a very specific outcome with a lot of people. And, and so it makes sense in that regard. But if you're trying, most people get frustrated with that, though. Right. They're not having fun on the highway stuck in in traffic. Um, so I think if you're trying to maximize enjoyment, that's a different set of parameters. Right. And I, I think we need both in our lives. So. I've kind of discovered for myself that sure, there are people that love their spreadsheets and want to analyze the data. And there's probably a place for that. I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but there's also a place for having fun and being creative and, and innovating and coming up with cool, untested ideas and trying stuff that might not work. And that's where I want to spend the most of my time personally. But I do get that for the rule of law and, and for a civil society, or even just for my own best outcome, it's best that I don't just make up every day that I have some sort of long-term vision of where I'm going. And I like that part of your definition too, about Cotty Wample is it's starting purposefully. I'm not just like some hippie, you know, <laughs> taking whatever drugs I can find and figuring out where I'm going to live that night. Like I still like a little bit of structure. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that either. Like you do you, <laughs> but, but for me, I found that it's an ebb and a flow that it's both sides of, of the coin and uh, stuff that, that make my life most enjoyable. Right. How yeah. about you? So for me, it's like, I found it, like you said, right. Like we do have this inner child and also at the same time, inner parent that love, you know, like keep us safe, keep us in order, but, there's also an inner child that want to mm -hmm. play and have adventure. So I've been in my inner parents for so long. I make sure myself keep in track, find out what is the you know best performance, what is the, the criteria, what is the strategy, making to-do lists. Mm -hmm. um, and and right now I just felt I'm I want to allow my inner child more playful. The reason why I know I know we cannot just go this way or that way. We need both. But the idea is I'm starting to notice about that I become more taking in charge hmm. of my you know my decisions, my life, 
like my want, because this is the thing. When we are in this inner parent, most of the time, from my experience, like we don't, we know what we don't want. You know, I don't right. want this, I don't want that. But there's something like a kind of unconscious belief, I don't deserve to get what I want. So therefore, I'm kind of uh, just, you know, going around that what I don't want. And when someone asks me, what do I want? It's kind of hard to express it because I'm not used to it. So in this inner child, what I learn is I'm learning about what I want. And it's much more freeing instead of focusing on what I don't want, but focusing what I want, because then it's coming from me. It doesn't come from obligation, what people say, what it should be done. Um, And that way, I'm hoping that then I'll go back to more like, okay, you know, I'm I'm allowing this creativity to play or to act, to be out, me as a child, as someone who, you know, I used to be very shy and introvert, be able to like, hey, it's it's me. I'm this is me. Um, but then later on, coming back to that, okay, what is need to be done, right? Like bridging that back. But I think most people kind of forgetting of that. Um yeah, I've uh I'm right with you. I think that's definitely where I am with playful humans and stuff too, is that I think yeah. people need so to swing back the other way. They're um, they've gotten so optimized and we're all about, you know, all these apps and trackers and thing. And it's like, well, I'm even, you know, I'm, I'm wearing my, my tracker to measure my play and, and stuff too. And how many steps it's like, well, that can't be healthy. So for me, I think it's definitely swinging back the other direction. Also, I was lucky enough in my twenties to have a very playful career. So I was a, a DJ and, and entertainer and, and stuff and MC for things. And it was a lot of play, but it was also exhausting and it didn't pay very well. And so like becoming more serious at that point in time of my life, I think was important. Also just settling down and getting married and, you know, becoming a responsible adult there. There's some of that, but then once I did all that, I was like, okay, now it's time to swing back in that other direction. I need to get back to play and finding the joy and what really makes me happy. And I love what you said about the avoiding, because that's what I've come to realize too, is that far too many people are focused on avoiding pain or avoiding failure or avoiding whatever it is that, that makes them uncomfortable. And for me, I want to lean into those things. I've kind of found like, um, pain's like electricity, right? Like it can't be destroyed. You can move it somewhere else, but it's going to be there, right? So you can either um, be proactive about the pain you choose and work out, or you can be passive and take whatever comes your way for not being healthy and in in shape and and flexible, you know? So uh, that's really where I've kind of learned to not avoid either part of it, Uh, not not, uh, avoid fun and, and pleasure and enjoying the day and just blowing an afternoon doing whatever I want to do. That's okay. And not avoiding pain either and saying, Oh, well, I'm not going to try this because it might fail or I might, I'm not going to, uh, to work out or push myself because it's going to be hard. Like, yeah, that's how life is. (laughs) Right. So, so leaning into it, I want to get more specific though. How have you in this Kati Wampel experiment expressed that? What what does that mean for you? For this 
part of going back and forth and, and pain and stuff like that. Well, what have you done to have more fun or what, what's part of the experiment? What does that mean? Is it just, um, is it daily? Is it, is it big picture? What, what does this mean? How do you put it into practice? So there are two things I'm putting into practice. One is um, the future goals, right? Like what is my purpose in this world? What do I want to make this life better? How do I want my life better? How do I want this life, this world better? So from there, what I put is I put, there's three things that I want to do, uh, which is one is um, creating and helping people to be, uh, how to we get, we go on together, right? More like relational mindfulness, because what Mm. I found is the world can be better if we can relate each um, to one another better. So I want to create that. And the, the other one, which through uh, We Space Rising, because I know there's a lot of pra- deep, pra- uh, deep listening practice. The other one is Cody Wumpel, of course, just like documenting what's what happening. The other one is um, coaching, one-on-one coaching and mindfulness training, because that anything, any transformation happen through inner work. Like we, we are so used to looking outside, but never look inside. And it's important to look inside. So those are, I put it out there. And what I do is every day, um, of course, there's struggle because like I have freedom. I don't have to follow, you know, I don't have to follow anyone else. Like it's me making decisions and choosing what I want to do. So for me, it's more like every day, if I can kind of feel that inspiration, what inspire me, sometimes it's go nowhere. But like when I feel that there in inspiration, um, and I do something, that's where I follow. Nice. So, so it, it, in a way, what what I what I love what you're saying about you know we don't avoid pain anymore, because now I found my pain is like uncertainty, unknown. Do I need to do this or that? Is such a rich place to be because I learn a lot about myself, um, and and. And it's such a great place to be to find surprises, you know, like yeah. kids when like around the corner. What is next corner? And then things happen uh, for you, not just you making things happen, but it's like you put some. So for me, my coding wumple is like if I have any idea, I don't have to make it define and have a plan. I put it right in the middle. So, you know, I meet with people and say, hey, I have an idea. What, what do you think about this? I'm putting it here. And then if you feel, yeah, I really like it, then kind of we work together and make it more clear of what it is. So that's basically um, where I am right now. And what I know, especially about mindfulness, is like, for me, what more important is managing moment by moment. So what do I think right now? What do I feel right now? Am I in alignment with like? what I want to do. And that's the most important thing because through that purposefulness, then I can move forward better, even though I don't know what's going on, you know, like in my future or anything like that. Yeah, I, I like that. I heard two things in there. One is uh, definitely with the pain. I think when you do mindfulness and, and meditation work and stuff, it's that you have to move through those things, right? If you avoid the pain or if you avoid these awkward questions about yourself and and what your purpose on, on the planet is and stuff, 
they just sit out there. They're just waiting for you and they're going to smack you upside the head at some point. But when you feel them and you move through them, then you can move on to something else and, and you can have more growth. And I think as, especially with um, Wample, but all, also with being playful, there is a certain amount of um, self-awareness required, right? That, uh, like I said, you, you're not just if you go, oh, well, I don't feel like working out today. I feel like eating junk food and watching Netflix. Like that's not going to bring you joy. It, it may, you know, bring you some level of, of comfort, you know, psychologically, but it's going to become uncomfortable later. It, it's not going to bring you fulfillment and real like joy and passion and excitement in your life. Like you said, the curiosity and surprise uh, of uh, a child. So it does take a level of, of introspection and constant monitoring of, of your energy levels, but also the direction you're going. Yeah, totally. It's like, I think it's, it's how we learn to trust ourselves with the play because otherwise like, Oh, if I don't really pay attention, then I'm gonna, you know, I'm not going to do what I need to do, but like, but that's the other way around by giving our as freedom we gotta we gotta really respect that freedom and in in play that's how how it is like sometimes we screw up as well right like we don't do what we're supposed to do and stuff and how can we build also compassion is like yeah. okay i'm returning back and that's the play because kids play they don't oh my god i'm a failure i'm not good enough it's like oh i lost okay i'll play again Right. There's that energy yeah. that bounces back to I'll play again because is there's no baggage of what's the meaning of you know failure and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. We were um learning to play Foursquare again. The it's like a, a dodgeball game with a, a, a kickball and you bounce it and and we had players from uh I think let's say I don't know, seven to 10 years old to 70 plus uh, with the family this weekend playing together. And we had to adjust the rules, right? It's like, okay, well, so-and-so is not big enough to do this. So-and-so can't bend over to do that. Let's change the rules to make it fair and, and find the fun. You have to adjust along the way, some of those, those directions and ways to play. So that till you find that, that balance in that sweet spot where everybody's in flow, they're having fun, they're, they're, you know, being themselves and they've dropped all the worries and cares about the rules and they can just, you know, play along. And and we finally got in the groove and had a great, great time of everybody switching out. And it was a really fair, like fun game for everybody. And we, it was all something we haven't done, you know, in years. So it was a, it was really a great time. And I think a perfect uh, example of what you were talking about there, but I want to ask you specifically for you, what do you find fun? What do you, you do for play? Are you uh, like a painter? Are you a movement person? Are you a, a creative uh, social person? How, how does that shake out for you? For me, fun is dancing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Movement, movement. Definitely. Um, I mean, I used to, when I, when I was single, I, I live in the loft and I do a lot of paintings, but now I have kids. And every time we bought like art supply, it's all gone because they put it somewhere else. So I, I stopped <laughs> doing that. So I do dancing. Um, I do East classical Indian dance. And wow. for me, dancing is like, um, it's like whole mental body, uh, emotional, um, physical practice basically because in 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 is indian dance the idea about dancing is about telling a story 
So, and it's, it's so much, not just fun. It's teach me about life because when you, what you do is, you know, when we move, we like, okay, I move my hand from here to here. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, it's technical or it's nothing, but, but the dance is the fun of it is like, you can be like Sifa, the God of, you know, this handsome, hot, <laughs> sexy, like destroyers of the world, da da da, and you become that while while you dance, and you're using your body and and your face and your your the way you look, and as somebody else. I mean, like acting, like you basically become yeah. some that that act or like what what you embody it. So I found it, there's a fun thing in there because then I can be uh, expanding myself beyond like who I know I am um, through dance. And then like my, my brain is because I have to let, let's say I'm doing this, I have to do the same thing on this one. And then sometimes why is it so easy here, but like so difficult here? It's like stuff like that. So for me, that's, that's a fun thing about dance. Uh, that is awesome. And then I forgot to warn you uh, before we hit record, but we like to end with a game. Would you, would you like to play a game? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right. So I'm going to spin the wheel and then uh, find the game. We have 10 games on the wheel. There are 10 things that you could play and you've got the comfort zone challenge, which means I need to grab uh, some cards here. Here we go. Um, I feel like I, Oh yeah, I got a good one uh, for you here. Let's do um, start with, can you describe yourself in three words? Only three words. Does it have to be a sentence or just whatever? Oh, either way, however you want to do it. Yeah. Love, love, love. Hey, I like it. Uh, I would say, um, how about athletic, playful, and charismatic? Shoot for they may be wishful thinking, but that's not what the question asked. Uh, do you know how to play rock, paper, scissors? Yes. All right, so we'll 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 do we'll shoot on four. So it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, we both got paper. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you got me. All right. Scissors got the paper. Um, it's really hard to do on Zoom with the delay. <laughs> I can't tell who's winning. Okay. Um all right, then last one. Uh, let's do, how about, do you have a good dance move? I feel like you could bust a good dance move. Is uh, there anything you can go say? Well, I don't, we'll try. I love improvisation. I love not knowing and just do it and see what comes out. All right, here, I'll give you a little uh, outro tune here. Wow, that is awesome, Christine. I love it. You got uh, got super playful. Again, you can check out Christine at the CodiWampleExperiment.com. I'm only going to spell it once. C-O-D-D-I, Wample, W-O-M-P-L-E, Experiment.com. You can also just click it in the uh, show notes there if you want to do that. You don't have to look it up. But I really appreciate it. Christine is a... Uh, mental health and well-being coach you can find out more information there at cottywampleexperiment.com find more about playful humans at playfulhumans.com and we'll see you next time don't wait for tomorrow
Thank you, Michael. Bye, everyone. Go out and play, everybody.